Sigma Man Diaries Podcast. Let's get on with it, y'all. Let's go. Let's go. We can relax, 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 have fun, have fun, fun. Get a good laugh, laugh, laugh. Get information, Enjoy the show, the show, the show. I, I, I need to do what I do. How's it going? This is Nigel. I'm back at it again. I have a question, ladies and gentlemen. And this is a question of not only theory, but a, but a question of facts. A lot of people look on it based upon hopes, or let's just say faith. Is there really somebody for everybody? And the reason why I ask this question is because a lot of people have certain standards, preferences, excuse me. They like a man to be a certain type of height, build, physique. Same thing with men. They like a woman a certain type of way, especially regards to her femininity, her beauty, you know, her, her cooperativeness and things like that. So I hear a lot of people talk about having these so-called options. And, you know, I just sit back and I think because I become a part of flabbergasted sometimes because if you really think about it, like, do you really know your sexual market value place? Do you really know, like, how you are, you know, actually and literally value when it comes to dating? You know, because I see, you know, especially when it comes to social media. And these are one of the things that makes dating so complicated is because, you know, when you deal with a certain guy or a certain woman, they have social media, Instagram, Facebook, um, what does they say they call it? Bumble, all this other stuff, whatever it's called, I don't know. I don't pretty much deal with social media to that degree, whereas I'm, I'm on dating apps and stuff like that because I, I don't do that type of thing. But in, uh, in actuality, like, do you honestly believe and feel that there is someone for everyone? Like I said, due to standards, you know, whether someone is willing to accept you as a, a boyfriend, a girlfriend, you know, someone that they are vetting for marriage and stuff like that to that nature. I had made a podcast not too long ago, and um, I'm not sure if any of you out there, you know, are Kevin Samuels fans. If you guys somewhat have a disdain towards him or whatever the case may be, if he rubs you the wrong way. And um, I'm aware we're not supposed to do certain things on here. So what I've done was I just watched the video and it did kind of like make sense to me. Whereas when it comes to a woman looking for a man far as dating or a potential husband, you know, his income is one of the contributing factors. Right. For example, most women, you know, today's woman, the, the martyr woman prefer a man to be making at least what she makes or more, you know, to that degree. Versus a man, he will, you know, he would date down or they would say he would marry down or whatever the case is. He's willing to date a woman to marry her. Let's say he make one hundred fifty thousand. She could make thirty thousand, twenty six thousand. His main concern is her femininity, her beauty. You know, he value her womb, whether she's childless, whatever the case is, you know, cooperative, submissive. We know we get into all those things of what traditional men want, obviously traditional women. But then you have some people who come in, you know, they call them GMOs, genetically modified women. You know, the now martyr woman, the woman who 
she's a nice martyr woman, but she tried to pass herself off as a traditional woman. And we call those women comedians. Um, but then the standards comes into play, whereas, like I said, like, because see, for example, men are very simple. And a lot of women weren't really raised to understand what it is that a man want, what it is that a man's need, you know, what it is that a man value within a woman. And a lot of this stuff is bypassed until, you know, the danger zone, which is between the ages of 28 and 32. That's when most smarter women decide at some point. That's when they want to settle down. But this comes after multiple failed relationships. This comes after being a single mom, having how many ever baby daddies she may have and how many children. But the scenario is this. When you're dealing with a man that's a value, and this man is aware of his worth, you know, that whole dating scheme, because most women aren't aware of that. Men controls relationships and men controls marriages. Women controls who they sleep with. That's that's the only thing that a woman has as far as leverage over a man is her, her beauty, who she can have sex with, you know, all these other you know, all these other things. But a lot of women do waste their valuable years where they call themselves just having fun, you know, this hot girl summer, this city girl stuff. You know, but then they get upset by the time they get in their mid-30s, you know, early 40s, when men are bypassing them that made it to be successful men. You know, because most men, you know, we hit our financial stride between the ages of 45 to 55. At the age of 55, that's when we would hit our financial peak. And it's either do or die at that moment between the ages of 45 and 55. You know, and men start to figure themselves out between the ages of 25 to 35. That's when a man really get in the groove of things. You know, he probably done graduated college, got done graduated college, you know, doing what he want to do and realize, say, listen, I just want to be my own boss. I want to work for myself. You know, as a man gets older and he consistently works on himself and become more of value, you know, becoming successful and doing the things he's supposed to do. You know, that man has more options than the typical man because women outnumber men by a vast majority. So if there if there are a let's say a demand of men in that let's say in the, let's say if they earn between a hundred thousand and forty thousand right now you're going between ten percent to five percent of higher income you know high income earning men. Those men, the women that they are looking for those will be extraordinary women they won't be your average the average woman they won't if she is a like an average look woman then he sees something that's in her that he really truly values like i said men would date down that's just how simple we are you know but everybody get into this whole thing you know well if i want somebody i can just easily get somebody right or you know well the reason why i'm single because i choose to be and a lot of people try to pull this this world over your eyes so you can believe this fairy tale. And the reason why they're single is, you know, most times because everybody knows it's at, at some point and it's by nature. Women love companionship. They, they love relationships, but, you know, they choose the wrong men. They become hurt, damaged. You know, they blame other people, don't take accountability. And it, and it goes the same for men. It's, it's not just the women, but it's the majority of women say, hey, I have options. And in reality, you kind of sit back and look, well, if you, if you had the options, are these men, these options, are, are they asking you to marry them? 
same thing goes you know for for men you know what i mean but these men literally have the options though they can say hey listen this is who is going to be my wife this is who i'm going to establish and build my legacy with right and a lot of women get mad at these guys for example i'm 45 and if i were to let's say find a woman that's 26 27 right now this is the thing they all he just want a younger woman because she don't know that much she's naive or whatever but this is the case i'm 45 right if i still wanted children right why would i date a woman that's over the age of geriatric geriatric pregnancy why wouldn't i date a younger woman if i wanted two or three kids why wouldn't I date a woman that's less, less, I'm going to be honest, that's less damaged that had, but now there are a lot of younger women, man, that, that, you know, that's out there. But I'm saying for a man that actually knows how to bet a woman, though, properly. You understand what I'm saying? It's not just this guy that is hopping out there to snatch it up anything. No, this guy has, you know, a, a nice network of people. He knows somebody that knows somebody, you know, because these guys are not looking for women on social media. And that's just how it is. You know, a lot of people look at social media as a big gateway to cheating and all this other stuff. And I mean, they say it ruins relationships, but it's the people that actually ruin their relationships by doing these things. You know, then you have to deal with certain people who dated certain people who allowed them to be on these platforms. And I say allowed because, I mean, we all have a choice. But when you look at the situation as this whole together thing this you know it's just a us thing it's not a me 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 or i i i thing i mean what's so important to have those things if it's not pertaining to a business some women would say it's controlling some women would say you know it's insecurity but a lot of us know men are very territorial and nine times out of ten it's very hard if you choose the wrong person it's very hard to protect that person from themselves and that's the whole thing. It's, it's about like, for example, this person allowed me to have this, you know, social media account or this person never had a problem. That person never said anything. But when you come to a man that has standards and boundaries, though, see, now there's the problem. Now here comes this small dick energy and all this other stuff. You see what I'm saying? All this shaming, bashing, insulting, you know, this whole guilt trip where you're just insecure or you must not be a man, a real man. I mean, now you bump into all these, you know, these situations. So now you now here comes the whole personality of a person, though. Now you have to think about all these things. Now, there's really somebody, like I said, for everybody, because each is own. Everybody isn't everybody's or everyone's cup of tea. Is anybody already understanding what I'm saying? This doesn't make sense. Because I, I want to know if I'm making a mistake. I want to know if I'm wrong. You know, I don't know what I'm talking about. You know, is it just, I'm just out here, blab, you know, babbling out, running my mouth, just hoping to catch someone's attention, whatever the case is. But the facts are the facts, though, ladies and gentlemen. You know, that is a false hope to actually believe that there is. Now, if you look at a pool or a group of people that say, like, there's a, you know, a lot of people, you know, dating depends on the ratio of people that's dating compared to the people that are possibly married. You know, that's not in a dating market at all. They're just sitting back. You know, okay, I can understand that whole thing. But once again, if women outnumber men by a vast majority, it's like you go to some towns and some 12 women for every one man, up to 17 to 1. When you get to cities like Miami and all that stuff, New York, California. You know what I mean? So, I mean, how is that theoretically possible? 
And how long are you going to believe that? Are you willing to compete? Are you willing to share? Ladies, are you are you willing to share? That's the thing. If if men is the type of men that you're looking for are in demand, most women won't provide a male. So you're not looking for a guy that's making fifty thousand, forty thousand, sixty thousand, even though those men are suitable for you and you are suitable for those men. And not to be funny, especially if you are a single mom. You know what I mean? Making seventy-five thousand, hundred thousand yourself, it, it wouldn't even matter. A man that's making sixty thousand dollars is a man that's that's literally for you. And I have these conversations a lot, and people want to say, "Oh, you're a misogynist." No, I'm going to tell the truth. It is what it is, because I refuse to be the type of man that I am doing what I'm doing. Making you, know, you understand what I'm saying? To allow someone to make me feel guilty, or in, you know, to shame me into saying, "Okay, I accept you," because that's not going to happen. So, like I said, you know, it is what it is. A lot of people don't like the truth. And, you know, I'm as a black man, when, when I tell black women the truth, and I'm just going to say it, it is what it is. They get mad and upset. But I, I don't care about that. Because if you're not willing to grow, if you're not willing to listen to the type of men that you want, you feel as if you don't have to leave because this man don't have that or he's not up to your standards, then you're going to die alone. And the women are, in fact, down alone in the African-American community. If you're 45 and I'm 45, and, and, you know, let's say I want a younger woman based on me making, let's say, six figures or, or you know, high six figures or whatever the case is. I'm just saying, for example, why would I date a 45-year-old woman? Why would I date a 35-year-old woman? And a lot of men aren't bold enough to really let you ladies know this, is that if, if you're not going to be more cooperative, especially in your younger years, you're going to have a problem when you get around the age that I am now and think that a 45-year-old successful man that owns five businesses is going to want a 45-year-old woman that has four or five kids. Now, I come on this platform to let everyone know the truth. A lot of men aren't going to say anything. I mean, I'm not worrying about any of my businesses, feeling because, you know, it is what it is. I work hard for mine. So it's not like I'm going to have any consequences or repercussions behind anything I say. I'm going to be very respectful. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to let you ladies know what it is. Provider males, we have a different ballgame. This is not your average Joe type of thing. However, I advocate for men, regardless of their average salary earning men. Less than average, they are men. And a lot of men are emasculated due to their income, due to their height, due to how much they weigh, what they don't have, you know, who they live with, all the other stuff. And then when these same men become successful for making multiple sacrifices, a lot of women want to get mad and say, oh, you know, back then you wasn't acting like that. You was trying to get at me and now you got here and there, whatever the case is. But yeah, it, it's it's like that. And yes, that is how it is. Because you had your choice. When that man was literally the, suitable for you, you want to run after Ray Way and Pookie. And after they had multiple women chasing them down, you were just an option to those men. And do you try to flip it and turn around on a good guy? And then you're going to have some type of successful relationship or become a wife in the end? You got your motherfucking mind. It is not happening. And I don't know why a lot of men just don't speak up. I mean, we have a voice for a reason. We, we built this country. And men, it's different, ladies and gentlemen. And this is what a lot of people understand. Unless a man wants a legacy, we, we don't need women to survive. We don't need any of that because if a man say, hey, I don't want a legacy, that's like, no, he's not having any kids. He don't want kids. He don't even trust being in a relationship or anything. So that man is not losing anything. He made a sacrifice for a major game, but in the end, once he died off, then yeah, everything he worked for is gone with him. 
You understand what I'm saying? That's the downside to that. That's the downfall. But the older a man becomes, the more valuable he is, the older a woman gets, the less valuable, ladies, you become to a man. That's just how we see it in the, in the dating market, looking for wives. You can't impregnate a 45-year-old woman and say, hey, I want four or five kids unless you have triplets at one time. And then you have to face her, you know, possibly dying or something. But people say, well, I know this one lady. Listen, let's stick to the generalization here. And I'm not going to allow anyone to move the goalposts. Because the things I speak on are the things that are need to be made known and understood. It's not the fact that I'm being mean. It's not the fact that I'm being a narcissist. In fact, I have to be medically diagnosed or clinically diagnosed to be called a narcissist in the first place. I'm highly far too intelligent to be one of those type of people. But at the end of the day, ladies and gentlemen, the reason why I bring these things, you know, to you guys' attention because the unity that we lack in the African-American community is simply because of how it is with this whole 50-50 thing. Now, I support feminism. You know, I believe that women's rights should be as equal as a man's rights as far as the laws, as far as, you know, work opportunities, you know, employment and, and, you know, owning their own businesses and stuff like that. But it is never, never 50-50 in the, in, the, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the marriage, ladies, because as men, leaders, providers and protectors, that whole 50-50 stuff, that whole partnership shit, that's you get a beta male for that. Because there's no way in hell you're going to look for a provider male, a man that's to lead and provide and protect. But you want to say, hey, we're equals. Us, men, <laughs> we, we, we don't roll like that. So either you get on our program or it's nothing, first of all. Because we made too many sacrifices and put ourselves last to, you know, to even believe that, we, you know, we're, we're going to pedestalize anything or say, hey, me, you know, even if my wife was to work for me, we're still not equals. Because marriage... It's a business. I'm not going to say that I'm going to look at my marriage as a business, but this is a business deal. You sign the contract when you get married and you sign the contract in the motherfucking divorce. So why should a man work that hard just for a year later? Let's say this woman is real good. She plot not to say that this man is in fear, but let's just say in general, because we have known these things who happen in real life. All it takes is one year, one day. That's it. And instead of New York, we don't have enormous here. And that's just how serious it is. A woman could walk away easily with $250,000 off the rip. And how is that fair to a man who worked, you know, bust his ass for six or seven years? Now, all of a sudden, he got to look at her face in a divorce now. Because a woman is looking at a man to make her happy versus her being self, you know, fulfilled and being happy, you know, within herself. For whatever reason, I could work too much. She could become bored or tired or was already aware of the things that I was already doing, but because she's feeling like she's comfortable now, she's in a good spot. Not to say it will happen, but 80% of women in the African community, you know, <clears throat> 75%, excuse me, of the women in the African-American community, like I said, walk away from their marriages. They destroy their own homes. You know, like I said, it's an 80% divorce rate in our community. Like I mentioned earlier, 5% are initiated by men. So men are taking a big motherfucking risk. So is marriage, our relationships, like dating, simping, I mean, is it, should a man just trick $150 here and there and say, okay, it's cool, you go your way, I go mine, you know, you go back to wherever you go to, man, my, you know, I'm over here, you know, I maintain my peace, everything's in order, you know, it is what it is. Why are men sacrificing relationships? Why do everybody feel as if it's somebody for, for, for somebody? 
Is that possibly true? Why, 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 why does that even exist? Who, who, who believes that? Just let me know. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm about to wrap it up. About to get ready to finish watching. Uh, get on, rest in peace, Kevin Samuels. I was watching the Kevin Samuels video. He was um, on Expeditiously with T.I. Tip Harris. And I just thought about that uh, that uh, reaction video that I'd done. So I just had to come out here, you know, and actually, ladies, like, are you being realistic based upon the type of man that you want? And fellas, have you made yourself valuable enough for a woman to literally respect you as a man and not have to deal with you in terms of conditional and selective femininity? And ladies, if that is the case, how much does femininity cost? How much are you willing to charge a man for femininity? All right. That's 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 my thing. But ladies and gentlemen, I'm about to wrap it up. Y'all have a blessed night. Y'all stay safe. And I'm out. And other than that, ladies and gentlemen, this concludes my talk, my podcast. Some of you might like what I say. Then again, some of you might not. But I don't give a fuck. And I really don't. But thanks for listening, ladies and gentlemen. And this is your host on Wisdom. And your host on Sigma Male Diaries, Nigel McKnight. Y'all stay safe and be blessed. Amen.